it's Venice Robbins. Good day, good afternoon, good evening to you wherever this podcast finds you. Uh, today, um, just do like a couple introductions. Um, of course, myself introducing myself to you. <laughs> Some of you may be tuning in and, you know, maybe not don't know who I am. My name is Venice, and I'm super uh, thrilled to be on my podcast today. Um, I love podcasting and just I myself have certain people that I follow that I, I, I love and I love how I can be anywhere and tuning into a conversation. It just makes it so easy. So um, kind of a little bit about myself. I am um, a life coach. I am a nutritionist and I'm also an, a solar advocate. And today we're actually going to have a conversation about solar. Um, I just want, I discovered something. So I've been like, oh my God, I've got to tell my podcast friends about it. So I've, uh, you know, of course I'm on social media, primarily on Facebook. I'm easing my way into Instagram these days. And I've been really looking for like, you know, who are the people that I can connect with through social media that are really like in the conversation around solar. And to be honest with you, I've had a real, like a heck of a time doing that. Okay. And then I discovered something. I I did a search on Google. Thank goodness for Google. Um, and my search was, you know, who are the top 20 influencers in solar? And that search took me to my discovery. The most influential people who are like engaging in a conversation with about solar are on Twitter. I mean, I had a Twitter account like five years ago and I only used it for like maybe six months and that was it. And I kind of like hadn't really used it at all. So <laughs> I go to Twitter and I'm like looking these up these 20 people. I figured, well, that's where I can start. And let me tell you, it has been incredible to see what's happening in the solar conversation like up to date you know like what's the most info like you know relevant information to what's happening in the industry it has been incredible so now i'm on twitter <laughs> my twitter handle is at venice and i'm you know really my heart and i love that i get to share this with you because I'm on a journey and there's this thing I want to do and and I see after being on Twitter, I see myself like where I can fit in this conversation as being a bridge between people who are really on the forefront in the conversation around solar and what's happening and kind of like the average person. I would consider myself the average person. Uh, um, I'm not, I would not say I'm a climate activist. I'm not. Uh, I mean, I, I care for the planet. I, I I am concerned about, you know, like extreme weather. Some people actually don't believe in climate change. And I've really been kind of, I wouldn't say grappling, but thinking through that. Um, and here's, I think what would really make a difference is where we could actually have a conversation and as Americans and maybe not be so like agree, disagree, you know, like climate change exists. No, it doesn't type of disagreements. 
I think we can definitely find common ground. So maybe you don't believe in climate change. Okay, no problem. I mean, I got it. I think the common ground that we can find is in there is a difference in weather right now. There is a difference in temperature right now. I think we could maybe agree on that. And maybe we don't have to like necessarily, you know, like agree on what it's, where it's from. I was speaking to a friend of mine recently and he said, I don't believe in climate change. I think mother nature is adjusting herself, making like auto adjustments, kind of like the human body does. The human body will kind of auto adjust itself, right? I was like, okay, I can totally see that point of view. I, I wasn't interested in arguing with this person. I respect his view. What we both agreed on is that there there are definitely changes in in the, our world that are happening. So, I, and I don't consider myself, like I said, a, a, an activist. I think, if anything, I, I have this, it's so funny, I really just have this strong desire for people to know what's happening. I have said this in the past, I, I believe that when we know what's happening, um, we can make informed choices. And so that's really what I'm up to at this point in the solar conversation is researching, finding out what's happening. And then, you know, I'm, I'm like, how can I bring it over here to you on podcast world or Instagram and Facebook? And then looking at how can I do it in the simplest way possible, right? I heard this um, quote not too long ago, and um, it was from a marketer, someone who's just really um, effective, a really successful marketer. And he was saying, you know, as a marketer, we a lot of times we think our competition is the fellow person in our in our field. And um, he said, really, that's not the case. The biggest competition we have with people is life. People are so busy. They're doing things. They're distracted just because we, we get, we have so much information that we're taking in. Um, that's the distraction, you know? So I've really, been, I, I was like, wow, that just really made sense to me. And I've been thinking about how can I bring you content information where it's short, it's simple, it's succinct. And it, it just like, hey, heads up, here's what's happening. So that's, that's what I'm up to. Um, so you'll see more. I also am putting it out there. I would love to interview people in the industry of solar and have them on my podcast and just expand the conversation. So that's another thing that I'm actually up to. Um, and then I'm starting a, a, a research study with homeowners. Um, and my intention and my goal in this research study is to really, you know, find out what, what do homeowners really know about solar? And 
then kind of have like a little educational module in this um, research uh, interview where I, I like, you know, teach one very specific like piece about solar that is relevant to like that person, that homeowner's energy use and consumption. So I, I'm really excited about that. I'm, I'm very curious by nature and I, I, I'm kind of like, there's definitely an investigative side of me, but I love interacting with people. So if you are a homeowner and you're interested in, um, you know, allowing me to do, to, for you to be a part of my case study, I'm inviting you officially, if you're a homeowner, uh, to be a part of my case study. Uh, it would be one hour of your time. And I really would like a sampling of um, people from all over the United States. We can meet on Zoom. Um, and I really, my intention is twofold, is to really hear from honer, homeowners about their interests, but also I want to educate in this case study and see after an educational piece about how solar can help a homeowner what are their views after that? So yeah, I'm really excited about that. So I'm kind of up to some things. For me, this is my advocacy work. Um, I have been for two years specifically been really looking like, how can I make an impact on the world and greater than what I'm doing? And um, it was between recycling I have a whole thing on recycling and the oceans and plastics that I've really been very interested in. The other is food, um, specifically the poultry industry. Um, I think that's an area where there's a, maybe a need for advocacy for to educate consumers on chicken and how their chicken, where it's sourced from. I, I, I think the challenge with that conversation is... I, um, it just seems like people who are in that conversation are really radical, like kind of extreme. And I mean, I'm not radical at all. I'm, I'm just someone who really cares about where my food comes from. And so I would love to see more people in that conversation. I am not that person. I feel like where I can really make an impact is in um, energy use and how can we you know, there's only 3% of homeowners that actually use solar in their home. And I want to increase that percentage. And I feel like how I can do it is by educating people. And the other thing I'm interested in is like, what are the barriers that people bump up against that has them go solar? I, I'm That's something I'm researching in my case study as well. So I look forward to and growing with you in this conversation. And if you have any questions, I always put my email address on the um, show notes or the episode notes. I'm going to put like a little link for um, contact me. It's just like a, it's a link to my website. So you can leave me a message. Uh, but I'd love to hear from you. What are your thoughts on solar? Really, I want you to take me up on my invitation to be a part of my case study. <laughs> so please do. <laughs> and uh, it would just be a pleasure to meet you in person on Zoom and we could totally coordinate that. So today what I want to share is uh, I'm going to leave you kind of with one more thought. And that is I read this um, this quote. I'm going to read you this quote and it says, so right now, uh, let me just kind of give a little bit of backstory. 
Um, the Department of Energy put out a, a, a massive study. It's called the Future of Solar Study. And, or I think it's the Solar Futures Study. And basically, it's like an in-depth um, a plan or strategy as to how we could be less traditional energy dependent and more renewable energy dependent. One part of that is solar energy, okay? And, and not increase the cost to homeowners by going solar. So um, I will put the link to that study. It's very interesting. Uh, I'm reading it right now. It's pretty long. One of the things I'm doing is taking that study and I'm going to start putting it into like kind of little bite-sized pieces of content. Okay. So I'm super excited about that. Um, but there's, so there's some legislation that's, um, in Washington, DC that's being basically kind of negotiated right now. Okay. And this is the quote. It has to do with the legislation that's up for debate. So it says the House and uh, House Ways and Means and Energy and Commerce Committee have done important work in advancing legislation to tackle climate crisis, the climate crisis. These energy proposals, including a long-term extension of the solar investment tax credit with direct pay. So right now, well, let me finish the quote. So these energy proposals include a long-term extension of the solar investment tax credit with direct pay, a storage ITC, a focus on equity and access to clean solar energy, among other proposals. They will reduce greenhouse gas emissions, create hundreds of thousands of American jobs in solar alone, and jumpstart hundreds of billions of dollars in private investment. The path to enactment is still a long one. We look forward to working with members of the House, the Senate, and the Biden administration on final legislation that decarbonizes the power sector and builds a clean energy economy that serves all Americans for decades to come. That is uh, Abigail Ross Hopper. She is the president and CEO of Solar Energy Industries Association. It's also called the um, SEIA. So, the, you know, I was like, as I read, I was reading the Future of Solar study. I'm like, people don't even know this is happening. <laughs> like, they have no clue. I'm like, we all need to know this, right? But I want to just point out a couple of things. Again, going back to my point earlier, I don't know if it's the kind of the moment that we're in in time, but it just seems like the word climate crisis evokes this immediate split among people. It's like, I'm, I believe in that. I don't believe in that. And I, I just kind of want to interrupt that for a second, right? And say that. I think maybe when we go there, we're engaging in a conversation that's not going to be very fruitful. I think maybe the conversation is 
how can we like what's the next iteration of providing energy to homes in our nation now i have a dear friend she lives in a state uh, in wyoming and one of the things that um, I, she and I were having a conversation, or actually it wasn't she and I were talking about um, solar at all. We were talking about something totally different. But uh, a comment she made was about oil jobs and people who work in oil and how if there's no oil production, people lose jobs, right? Um, I really have like a empathy for people who work in the traditional energy sector. And I think it's, I think maybe the conversation is like, what can we create next to leverage resources that we have at our disposal? Like, in other words, I'm not saying down with traditional energy production, oil. I'm personally not saying that. What I'm saying is how can we evolve and leverage the power of the sun and what could that look like? In that inquiry, it has several outcomes. One is to power homes. For me and the people that I have met in um, the homeowners I have personally met who have gone solar, I mean, like literally nine out of 10 people, they're not so much going solar to help the planet. They just want to save money. Like that's pretty much it. It's like, yeah, my bill was $350 a month. Now it's $97 a month on average. I met a lady, her bill was $91 a month. Now it's $10 a month, her electric bill. So my point is, I think maybe we need to look at having a conversation just empowers people. And I think the conversation is how can we incorporate solar such that it saves people money and it, it, it has a positive impact on many different people groups, not just homeowners, but also people there are jobs to be created here like it's like a ripple effect right it's not just the savings to the homeowner so i wanted to share that quote with you i'm you know excited i wish i could move faster honestly it's like i wish i could like triple myself and like do triple work (laughs) to do like more research my assistant is actually helping me right now with researching and and all and just kind of gathering information so we can share it with you um so i'm really looking forward to that i think that's all i wanted to share today i'm just really i'm hopeful and i'm really hopeful about i don't know what's going to happen the more conversations we have but i say it's going to give people choice And there's some people, they're not interested in solar. No problem. I respect that. I feel happy that they had an opportunity to be informed and choose from an informed place versus not informed. I think that's the best way to make a choice is, do you have the facts? And if you do, then more power to you. No pun intended. (laughs) 
So with that, guys, it was a pleasure to connect with you today. And I look forward to our next conversation, which could be personal growth or about nutrition because you know, that's the thing is I had someone tell me the other day, she was like, you just need to be more focused. I'm like, I am focused. I'm focused on the things I love. I love personal development. I love nutrition and I love solar. Those are my three conversations I'm pretty much having. (laughs) For me, solar is also um, about peace of mind. I, I think our home and our physical space when we have it in a way that works for us, it gives us peace. That's like one of the biggest reasons why I got into solar as well, besides uh, the planet, was I just realized, like as I met people, they just had more peace of mind because they had more money in their pocket. And they they feel good about where they're living because they're like, man, I'm doing something good for my bank account and for the planet. So, all right, guys, until next time, I will see you later. Bye.